Amazing. A little dance in the afternoon, everyone. How's that? Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're doing great. It's so lovely to see you already and to see the chat messages coming in uh, from all you lovely, lovely, lovely people and from across the world as well. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's always an absolute pleasure. And I mean that the most sincerely. Uh, you know, it's just an absolute joy. So thank you all so, so much for being here today. Um, so uh, do drop in the chat where you're watching from and uh, don't forget to switch your messages to uh, everyone. So you'll see in the chat feature, there's a little toggle you can move at the moment. It's probably set to panelists only or something like that. You need to switch it to everyone and then everyone can see your messages, not just Mary and I. Um, as ever, uh, today will be a success if we do three things. Uh, the first is that we learn something new and with Mary with us today, I have no doubt that we're going to do that. Uh, secondly, that that chat feature look, just looks as it does right now, which is like almost too quick to read, uh, which is incredible. And like, we did okay last week, but I know that we can do better today. So like, let's do this together, even lighten up when the rain stops uh, inside, even if it's raining outside. And then finally, the thing that I would really, really appreciate is if you enjoy today's session, which I really hope you will, uh, that you share it as well. Let other people know about our community, not because it's some weird cult or anything like that, just because it's a place where people come together and have a nice time, learn stuff together and, uh, you know, have the opportunity to connect and do it all with kindness. Uh, today, I'm thrilled to absolute bits, and I hope it came through in my emails, that our guest is Mary Owusu. Over the course of her career, Mary has taken on a number of roles eventually landing up at the Senior Vice President of Digital Strategy and Analytics at a respected marketing agency, before eventually deciding to take a detour to pursue her passions and spend more time with her family. Uh, and her family are absolutely beautiful, by the way. Um, they're, they're absolutely wonderful. Uh, Mary is now a full-time educator at Kansas College, where she's Assistant Professor of Marketing, as well as her own business, which is GuruBound, which is found at gurubound.com. I know that a couple of people after Mary's first session with us ended up working with her. She's that good. Uh, she teaches marketing teams how to do SEO uh, that helps them get to the top of Google and also helps drive a bunch of free, consistent traffic. Mary's like been awarded left, right and center. It's as long as my arm. So I'm not going to go into the whole list, but you know what? She's amazing. Um, on a more personal level, though, I'm just proud to call Mary a friend. Uh, she's someone who we spent a little bit of time with recently, and, and honestly, she's just someone who I admire. I know that you'll be feeling the same by the end of today's session. Uh, today is important because as marketers, we all spend so long taking time to get folks to our site, but then what actually happens when they're on there? You know, if, if, if our efforts are wasted, uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. So today is about capturing that traffic and making it productive in a way that helps people. Um, today will be a presentation and then we'll hopefully have time for Q&A afterwards as well. So the point that I'd say there is uh, to encourage you to use the Q&A feature, which is found down below. I think this time last week, we had about like 20 open questions left by the end of the webinar. So the thing that you need to do is get your question in nice and early, and then also use the thumbs up feature, which will gravitate those questions to the top, which will mean that folks, uh, when we come to the Q&A, will ask those questions that sort of come to the top. Uh, the last thing for me to say, before I hand over to Mary, is to say that today's featured sponsor is Geosk. Now, uh, Geosk are the perfect sponsor for today's session 
They're Finland based, they're part of the community. They actually came as a result of coming to the webinars an awful lot. Uh, and then they just sort of said, you know what, we'd love to sponsor the community as well. If by the end of today's session, you're like, you know what, our site needs a bit of optimization. We've got some opportunities for, to convert more, then GEOSC would be the tool that I recommend to do it. It's so, so, so powerful uh, that you really couldn't hazard to, uh, couldn't, couldn't help but sort of have a positive result off the back of using it. And I mean that sincerely. Uh, a big thank you also to the rest of our sponsors, each of which will be featured over the course of time. Um, so a big thank you to uh, Impression, Content Cal, Pitch, Fiverr, Redgate, Cambridge Martin College, Brand Recruitment, Gravity Global and Third Light. As I say, you'll find out more about those in the coming weeks and then we'll also be announcing our new season very soon as well. So uh, that's my introduction done. So Mary, uh, thank you so much for being here and uh, it's over to you. Hi everyone. I hope you can hear me. Yes, Joe, you can hear me? You're all good, we got you. Awesome. <laughs> it is my absolute pleasure to be with you again. I had a blast last time and uh, Joe didn't have to ask me twice for me to say yes, that I would come again. So I'm just, I'm elated to be here. And Joe, thank you so much for all of those compliments. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say, but you are a good friend of mine and um, just, he's, he's lovely, isn't he? He's just wonderful, wonderful to know. Well, so as with last time, I hope that we can have an engaging conversation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Engaging conversation today. One moment. All right, that's better. I hope we can have an engaging conversation today. I encourage you, as Joe said, to put your questions in, in the, uh, the chat, but also if you have uh, responses to some of the questions I'll be asking as I go through, because I do like to have two-way dialogue. You know, I might ask you, you know, what do you think of this or put a number in the box, please feel free to engage because I think that helps all of us to get more out of our time together today. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about why your website's visitors are not converting. You see the big red uh, link at the bottom of the page? My entire slide deck is available to you at that URL so that you don't have to spend all your time today taking copious notes and you can follow along with the same slides that I'm sharing here and only take anecdotal notes that you just want to add on. So save that link and make sure that you are referencing it as I go through because the slides will be just like the ones I'm showing now. Uh, on this second slide here, I just added more to the sentence, you know, why your website's visitors are not converting and how to make them, because that's really what I want to talk about today. Um, you know, as marketers, we play a balance, right? We are, we're, we're trying to figure out the best way to get people what they want. You know, and sometimes it's so hard to tell people and get them to make a decision that's good for them. So I say how we can make them, but you know what I mean. It's really how we can convince them and connect with them and help them to make those conversions, whatever the action is on your site that you're expecting them to take. So here's my goal for us today. My goal today is to show you how adding the simplest behavior analytics reporting to your website can have a big impact on your business's success. And if, if you're not clear yet what behavior analytics reporting is, don't worry about it. But I'll just give you a big clue 
we're talking about heat mapping and session recording and funnel mapping, things like that, that you can set up and really use to understand not just what is happening on your website, but why it's happening and how it's happening. If you have a tool like Hotjar or um, other similar tools, uh, Crazy Egg, and there are a few others, those are the types of tools that I'm talking about today. And uh, I, I, I have one that I use myself that I'll be happy to, I will be talking about with you today. Doesn't matter what tool it is. The idea is behavior analytics is the next level up that helps us marketers build engagement. But I, I think it's all about how you use those tools and when you use those tools. And that's what I want to help us understand today. My second goal is to have you start seeing real results for your business in less than a month. Joe and I decided to use the marketing meetup website as the guinea pig planning for this, for this session and use the site for less than a month. And already I've been able to share with Joe some of the key learnings and we've been able to put into place some of the findings from the test. And so I just want you to know this whole idea of less than a month is not unrealistic. That is what my commitment is. And that's what I want to share with you today, how you can do this as well. Let me tell you the story of an aspiring marketer. See her? She's right over there. Okay. I'm sure at some point we can all relate to her. We start off the life of a marketer. We start off thinking, you know, marketing, it's, it's the marketing funnel. You know, all marketers have to do is get people to the top of the funnel. And then we've got to work them down so they consider and have interest in the product. And then, and then we'll convert them. Oh, and then they'll become loyal and they'll become advocates, right? That is, that is the marketing funnel that we're all familiar with. And ultimately, that's what we marketers are always trying to do. But soon, very soon, we find out that the real life of a marketer looks like this, okay? Catch my plan if you can, okay? <laughs> because the reality is we're constantly reacting to what's happening because guess what? The whole idea that you fill the top of the funnel and things trickle down, it's not how it works, right? You're constantly trying to figure out that middle of the funnel because let, tell me if you agree or disagree, please type in the chat that you spend a lot of your time. If you were, if I were to say, what percentage of your time and your resources do you spend filling the top of the funnel versus fixing the bottom of the funnel, conversion-oriented work? What would you say? 50%, 10%, how much for top funnel, bottom of funnel? I love to see. We're getting a lot of uh, definitely, totally agrees. Uh, we've got some 80%, some 90% top, 80-20. Yep, I uh, see that. 90, yeah, quite a lot of, yeah. sort of folks right at the top. I love seeing that some of you have, are spending a lot of time at the bottom of the funnel. I think that's excellent. But I think we can all agree that most of us are spending a lot of time at the top of the funnel. And the key is you have to do both, right? We have to do both, but we find ourselves you know, if there, if there aren't enough conversions, well, let's just put more stuff. Let's get more people in the funnel. You know, let's, let's send out more emails. Let's do a couple more social posts or let's send the emails at a different time of day. You know, we find ways to get the top of the funnel to be bigger, better, but sometimes the problem actually exists down below. And 
what I have here is the fact that we're constantly fighting this battle of attract. Are we attracting people? Are we always getting people in or are we converting them? And the reality is this, the space between attract and convert is very blurry. It's very clouded. In other words, we don't quite fully understand when somebody sees or experiences our product or service, why don't they convert? We don't quite have those answers. We have some hunches and you might even have some answers, but we don't have most of the answers. Most of the time we're looking at, our, at, we're looking at our analytics tools and they tell us we have a two to 3% conversion rate. You know, you look at Google Analytics or Adobe Analytics um, and your conversion rate is maybe 2%, maybe 3%. Some of you on this call today might be higher than this percentage and some of you might be lower than this percentage. But the idea is that we, we pat ourselves on the back for continuously driving this type of funnel experience only to convert two to 3% of people, which means 97 to 98% of people never bought anything. Why are we content with this? You know, this has always bothered me because my top of the funnel crazy strategy has always been SEO. I love SEO, okay? I, we can talk about SEO for days, but we're not gonna do that today. But I will tell you, I love SEO and I love it because it's free traffic. It's traffic consistently day and night. It's a sales engine for the business in terms of driving in audiences. But I always, always, always would say to myself or the clients I was working with, what's happening with this audience? If you can be number one for the most competitive term in the world, but if the people coming to your site are not converting, what is the point? What are we doing? What are we spending our time and money on? So I, I see attract and convert as two sides of the same coin. And I hope that for most of you hearing me today, this is resonating. The problem is we've been conditioned to accept really low conversion rates and we don't spend as much time on the conversion side. And the reality is, you, you know the old adage, you know, it's easier to convert an existing customer than it is to bring in a brand new one. It's, it's, it's also cheaper. This, it's similar. If somebody's already on your site, experiencing your site, it's much easier to convert that person if you can fix your conversion issues than to run another campaign or send another email blast. Are you with me? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about today, okay? <laughs> so what do I want to do today, okay? I want to take us from feeling stuck and unable to grow our conversion rates, from settling for low conversion rates, and maybe even feeling overwhelmed, confusion, and fear over how to actually get into the heads of our website visitors and master website behavior analytics. You know, get all of these negative words off the screen. I wanna get us out of that mindset and move us to having complete clarity on exactly how and why your audience is not converting now. And that you're clear on how to create a faster growing business with higher conversion rates clear understanding of exactly what your customers really want and tangible proof to back it up. It's not your gut. When you go to your development team and you ask them to make a change, you can show them something that says, this is what our audience is telling us. 
And that's what we need. This is what we need to do. It's not me. It's not, you know, the, the head, the hippo, as they say sometimes, you know, the highest paid person in the room. This is what our actual customers are telling us. So I want to get us from the left side to the right side. Okay. That's my goal today with us. And yes, everything I'm going to show you today in terms of the tools is GDPR compliant. Okay. All right, let's jump in. At the end of the day, what I want um, for you is a website that consistently converts at a high rate, helps your company meets its goals, and makes you look damn good. And to be honest, that last goal is actually the first goal in my mind. I want you to look good. Okay. All right. So does that sound good? If that sounds good, I'm going to jump right into the how you do this. How do we do this? Let's jump in, okay? Whenever you are in the position to talk about how to improve your conversion rates, the first question I have for you is what is your dream website conversion action? What is the number one thing for your website that if somebody came to it, you would say, this is the one action I want them to take. And it's okay if you have more than one, maybe you have two, maybe you have three. I'd love to see them because um, Maybe for you, it's that they purchase a product, get a quote, fill sales form, uh, demo, demo form, download a brochure, book a demo, make a donation. Oh, I love that. Sign up, request a consultation, engage with the content to show interest, download info, inquiry. Excellent. Anybody have a, a SaaS product or a software as a service product? Maybe you need trialists, free trialists. Call us. Oh, yeah. Sign up there. I see somebody saying that. Buy a product ultimately. Yes, 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 yes. Buy. <laughs> somebody just said buy. <laughs> buy the thing. I love it. Thank you so much for showing me. You know, so we all have that one thing or maybe a couple things that we need our customers to do. Let me ask you my second question, because this is always the next step. If I want to increase CRO or my conversion rate optimization, I want to increase my conversion rate optimization, CRO. I might say that a few times. Um, I need to know what goal I want to increase. And then the second thing is what percentage of your website visitors in your best dream would you like see taking that action? What is it? 100%. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yes. 100%. 50%, 40, 75%, 99.9%. Oh my gosh, 20%, 12 and a half, 101%. Oh my gosh, I need to know who that person is. <laughs> oh, I love this. So see, in our, best, in our best realities, we're not settling for two to 3%. So why are we doing that now? Makes no sense. That's what I want to talk about. I want to stir that up in us because we've become accustomed to that and we shouldn't be. Let me ask you a third question. Third question is, when do you want to see that happen? When do you want to see your booking form reach 100% um, now, yesterday, <laughs> today, consistently, immediately, in a month? <laughs> I love that. Realistic. In a month, uh, all the time, as soon as possible, when I launch my new website, when I'm sleeping so I can wake up to it. I love you guys. I, I just. You're, you're awesome. We all want it now, okay? The reality is this. 
you can start seeing ways to improve your current website conversion rates now. You can. You can see it. But the problem is you're probably busy doing other things. Maybe you've even invested in a heat map type of tool, what I call website behavior analytics tools. Maybe you have Hotjar or Crazy Egg or something like that. But you're sort of stuck with how to use it or when to have the time to use it, you know, or maybe you're in a position where you don't have a tool like that anymore uh, at all. And this is really our, your first experience with it, what we're going to do today, wherever you are on the spectrum, I want to simplify it today so that when you do make the decision to invest in a tool like this, that you know where to start. Okay. I'm going to break it down. Now, I just want to be transparent that the tool that I used with Joe's website is a tool that is, is white labeled. It's, it's, my, it's mine. And if anybody is interested in having a look at the tool, trying it on your site, those kinds of things, I will give you the opportunity to just send, uh, send a message to an email address that I'll provide for you. And we can talk it out and we can figure it out from there. So I'm going to give you the opportunity. So don't worry about all the details of, of the tool specific yet, but know that if you do want to have the same experience that you can, and I'll, I'll be happy to help you get it going. All right, quick reminder for those that may have joined a few minutes late, you can follow along this whole presentation with this link. So don't forget that you don't have to take all the notes. You can follow along. All right. <clears throat> so Joe, Joe said, <clears throat> what do you want to talk about? And I said, uh, let's talk about conversion rate optimization. Let's talk about CRO and UX. And uh, he said, great, it sounds wonderful. People are going to love this topic. And I said, and can I use your website? Because I want to use your website objectively <laughs> to be able to show what's happening with your site. Because everybody on this call will be familiar with it, right? So we can really be on the same page. So this is the TMM site that I will be referencing throughout. I'm sure I didn't even have to show it on the screen because you're all familiar with it. But this is the site that I'll be referencing as we talk today. So I asked Joe those three questions. What is your dream website conversion action? What rate would you like to see? And by when? And uh, he gave me three conversion actions. <laughs> when we talked about, well, how much of it, you know, he said, you know, I'd like for it to be better, improve it, you know, as, as much as high as I can get. And by when, you know, yesterday, soon as possible, right? So Joe and I talked about three goals, event signups, newsletter subscriptions, and TMM signup, which is the exclusive content offering for the marketing meetup, a fairly new offering that I'm sure some of you have already signed up for. So that is, those are the three goals. All right. So now that we know what we want to track and the urgency and the performance that we really want, let's talk about how you can answer those questions, how you can reach that goal when you're looking at a website behavior analytics tool. Okay, you, have, you always have to ask yourself two questions whenever you go to look at a tool that's telling you, that's giving you heat map reports and recording sessions, those kinds of things. You have to say, for each of my goals, are people seeing the goal? 
In other words, do I have a visibility problem where they, they're not clicking on event sign up? They're not even clicking to sign up for the event or they're not scrolling far enough to see it. You know, do I have a visibility problem? That's the first question. And the second question is, do I have an action problem? Meaning they see the tool they, or they see the elements, they see the button, whatever it is, they, they're clicking, but then they get to the next page and they fall off or they drop off. So first step, what are your goals? How much of it do you want? Let's get jazzed and energized about the goals. Now you set up the tool to track your goals and you, you're looking to answer two questions related to the goals. All right, let me tell you about the tools that I'm talking about, okay? And I will share with you some screens so you can see how this all looks. The tool that I use um, with, with my clients, it's a nine, it has nine tools built in. And so you can go in when you first set it up, it takes five minutes. And all I needed from Joe was access to his website so I could add a snippet of code. This is how all the other behavior analytics tools work. And so I added a snippet of code through Google Tag Manager. You could add it directly to the site if that's easier for you. But remember, my point here is that you add one piece of code once and then you can set up experiments and you can set up recording parameters and you can create different heat maps and you can set everything else up on your side. Essentially, you deal with your tech team once if you really have to, if you don't have Google Tag Manager and you're still going through your developers once. And then from there, you never have to ask them again. The power is in your hands as the marketer. Okay. So inside the tool, the first thing that I did was I added the snippet of code immediately. The tool started to, re to report um, analytics, just basic Google Analytics type of data, but simplified. So how many visitors am, are we getting? Um, you know, where are they coming from? Device types, those kinds of things that you get from Google Analytics, bounce rate, et cetera. So that's a report that's built in. Then I was able to say to myself, okay, Joe had three goals. Those three goals were events and newsletters and what have you. So I was able to go in and create heat maps. Okay, let me share with you a little bit of that. Tell me if you can see my screen as I shift it over. Uh, okay. Can uh, you see my screen still? Uh, we can see your Chrome screen presently. You still see the presentation or you see uh, we the can tool? See, you, we can see your Chrome window. So the tool is presently open in it. Excellent. All right. So let me see if I can get to something. Okay, here's an example of one of the heat maps. And quite literally, it was a matter of uh, just, uh, let's see if I can open this in a new tab, just to show you how I set it up to begin with, okay? So what I want you to know is that with a web behavior analytics tool, oops, what you do is you, as soon as you add the code to your site, it starts tracking so that even if you set up a heat map later, a week later, two days later, it's retroactive. You can see the data from the day that the tool, that the snippet was added to your site. So quite literally, I went in and I said, add heat map. And I said, okay, I want, to, I want to heat map the homepage because looking at Joe's site, people can get to those three buttons, all of them from the homepage. So I want to see where people are clicking. So I just typed in the heat map name is homepage. I put his URL in here. I just quite literally just copied it like so. And I, where was I? Nope, nope. Oh yeah, there I was. And I pasted it. 
And I said, I, I chose the number of recording sessions I wanted to track. I think I chose 2000. And look, I chose load from history. And that means that I don't want it to tell me the heat map starting this minute that I'm setting up the heat map. I want it to tell me from the point that I added the code in case I'm doing this a day later or three weeks or a year later, it doesn't matter. You can load from history 2000 sessions and have a heat map in a few minutes. So that's what I did. I set, I set up heat maps for all of the pages that I felt uh, were important for his goals, which were the, the homepage, the event page, the TMM plus page and the newsletter signup pages. And then I also created funnels, which are essentially the steps that people would take. So if somebody wanted to sign up for TMM, you know, they would start where and then go where and then go where. So those are the two things that I did. Pretty simple, pretty quick and easy. And then I waited and I watched the numbers come in. And let me share with you what happened. Event signups. This is event signups as it looks as a page. Here's what the heat map told us. Okay, you can see my note here. Your signups are on fire. This is what I told Joe when we met. I was like, oh, your signups are on fire, Joe. People are signing up like crazy. In other words, people can very easily find the sign up buttons. These are, all of these say sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. And also the number of people getting to the sign up page on his site was a very, very high percentage as well. So people, he didn't have a visibility problem. And then once they got to the sign up pages or sections, he did not have an action problem either because people clearly were seeing the sign up button. That's the, the reddest thing on the page. The hotter, the redder, the more clicks it's getting. And this is completely interactive in the tool, but here I took a screenshot for us. All right, so I was able to tell Joe, this is excellent. You're, you don't have an, a visibility problem. You don't have an action problem either. Let me go forward. Uh, I don't wanna go forward yet. I want to pause here and see if anybody is seeing anything else. What else do you see in this heat map that if, I, if you were me, you would have said to Joe, take a look at this. Let me see. Anybody see, what, what else is glaring to you? Because it was very glaring to me. People want to read about the event. Yes, who was that? Uh, it, it went too fast. Yes, people are clicking like crazy over here. Joe, remember what we talked about here? People are clicking like crazy, but there's a small issue. These are not hyperlinks. You can't actually click on them and get to any more detail about the event. You have to click, I believe, somewhere else on the, on the row, right, Joe? Right. Please yeah, chime just, in if you'd like. Just on the yes, yeah, so only the right hand side is is clickable presently. Mm -hmm. So I said to Joe, your 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 signups are on fire, but if you really want to make sure that your users are intuitively going where you want them to, and that they're not clicking on things that shouldn't be clickable, I said consider in your template that you use to build the site. Maybe there is a way to make this click into the event because I know there is a a landing page for each of these events, right, Joe? That's there okay. is, yeah, yeah. So each yep. one has uh, individual yep. pages. Exactly. So make these hyperlink to that page because people are expecting that behavior and it's not what's actually happening. 
So that was, that's what I put here. Consider making the name column clickable. And here's the other thing I noticed as I scroll down that heat map. So I just scroll down the event sign up page and I noticed that right below the event sign up page is this get in on the newsletter call to action where people were again engaging with the, this, this is the newsletter sign up. So I said to Joe, I don't know if they are doing that because it's convenient or if it's a, actually a distraction and maybe people are filling that out, just kind of subconsciously put, in, put a name, put an email address, I'm signed up for events. I'm not sure. I said, that's probably worth looking at. Um, and it could also be that because this button is here, maybe it's distracting people that are intending to sign up from doing that and maybe then never signing up because they got distracted by something else. So a lot of different thoughts went through my head. I think the proximity of this to this is either very good or it could be actually uh, essentially um, deterring people, you know, just kind of distracting them. How, how will we know if that's true or not? The heat map won't tell us that, but the session recordings will. Again, everything's GDPR compliant. Okay, so um, a lot of times when you see tools, especially those of you that have similar tools, where you have so much information you could look at, you don't know, should I look at the recordings first? Should I look at heat maps first? Should I set up funnels first? Should I always start with your heat maps and your funnels and then watch the numbers come in? The heat map will tell you what to do next because the heat map answers the question, do you have a visibility problem or do you have an action problem? And based on that, you know if you need to look at recordings a little closer or if you need to run an A-B test or do something else that's also built into the tool. So I want to erase all the overwhelm and make the process really simple because oftentimes when there's so many widgets, I don't know about you, but I get distracted and I wanna to touch everything. But that's why I say, have your goals, have your two questions. Can people find it? Can they engage or can they take action? And then that'll guide everything else. So Joe and I are currently working on, I told him as a next step, we're gonna to want to watch those recordings. And the good thing with tools like this is you can actually um, segment the recordings so that you're only looking at people that visited that particular page, you know, the event sign up page, and then click subscribe. You can just look at just the recordings of just those audiences and everything's anonymized. Even what the person types into the box is anonymized. Uh, it, it just says a bunch, it just says A, 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 A. Let's say you put in your email address. It'll, it'll in the recording session only show A's, the letter A in a string. So everything is completely anonymized. But the idea is that we can isolate, filter down the recordings because it's, it's recording every session, which can be quite overwhelming to try to watch. So it's important to be able to have a direction before you go to look at recordings by looking at the heat maps first. So I hope I'm making sense. Are, are you all with me? <laughs> are you with me? Yes. I think we're with you. I think awesome. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. Good, 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 Kelsey, good. who's saying making so much sense in big capital letters. So <laughs> <laughs> great, 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 great. So what did I tell Joe? I said, Ooh, I love the thumbs ups and the hunt. Yes. Give me the emojis. Thank you. Um, I said to Joe, I said, for event signups, here are our learnings. You're performing very well. Visitors clearly know where to find that information. You need to make the topic descriptions um, clickable. 
and then watch the recordings to confirm if the newsletter subscription button is a hindrance because it's so close or if it's just you know people sign up and then they click on that secondarily but you can't really anyway so the rec I think the recordings are what's really going to tell us and I wouldn't be surprised you all shouldn't be surprised if you see Joe making some changes to that event sign up page based on this. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've tackled that one. Let's move on. Let's let's look at this. All right. Oh, I just did that by accident. All right, newsletter signups or newsletter subscriptions. Okay, so newsletter subscriptions. Biggest conversion item on the site by far. 16% of all website visitors click subscribe because Joe had this subscribe thing. Um all over the site. It's, it's in every footer. It's, it's everywhere on the website. So 16% is about one in every six people is subscribing to the newsletter, which is good. And on the newsletter subscription page itself, because there is a page called newsletter, on that page specifically, about a quarter of people that go there are subscribing. So Joe was doing really well there. It's the best converting element on the whole site. Watched recordings and learned that the newsletter pop-up may not be necessary. So after we found that it was the best conversion metric, I said, okay, there are a lot of places for people to convert. Are they converting equally? You know, from the homepage, there are some buttons. From the newsletter page, there are some buttons. In the footer, there are some buttons. And there's also a pop-up. So we, I looked at the recordings and I saw that the majority of people press X when the pop-up, there's a pop-up that says sign up for our newsletter. Uh, and so I said to Joe that um, it might be worth it to uh, consider um, either delaying that a bit or perhaps uh, just find different ways because it, it looked like a lot of people were Xing and then Joe and I had a really good conversation about some feedback that he's gotten from some of you. And so he's already planning to make some really smart adjustments to the pop-up, which I think is excellent. That's a good marketer. Joe's a good one. He's a smart cookie. <laughs> well, it's great, actually. You know, I mean, this is fabulous. Just to jump in for a second. And just... Yes. Like Nicola's said there that she's not a fan of the pop-up and, and, you know, it's, it's great mm. feedback, you know, and it's really lovely. So, um, yeah, absolutely love it. So, you know, thank you for, uh, thank you for this, Mary, but also thank yes. you for everyone putting these comments in because it's really, really useful. And I hope that you're yes. taking the lessons here and sort of thinking, hmm, how can I apply mm -hmm. this to my own site as well? So, uh, so yeah, sorry to interject. But Excellent. I no, I love that you interject. Please feel free. <clears throat> Excellent. So let's talk about the third goal, TMM signups, TMM plus signups. All right, so the TMM plus sign up from the homepage and really from any page of the site, you can see this blue button up here. And specifically on the homepage, it is this third CTA, call to action. So the first one is webinar, newsletter, and then TMM. So it's pretty prominent on the homepage, but it, on every page, you can see it up here. Let's look at what the heat map told us. The heat map, if I increase the intensity of the heat map, which I can do in the tool, um, you could see it's very hot, very red for the elements up here that are webinars or newsletters, very, very red. TMM is very moderate. Roughly 2% of folks were clicking on any TMM related button across the site. And specifically, if I were to just look at TMM plus the CTR on the homepage, which is this third button, I told Joe that we've got 0.96% of folks clicking on that button. So what does that tell us? We have a clear visibility problem. 
So our two questions, do we have a visibility problem? Do we have an action problem? So we have a clear visibility problem. If we go to the TMM funnel, because then I wanted to know, do we have an action problem? We have a slight action problem, but it's not that big. It's actually not too bad because I was looking at how many people are on the final page of TMM plus and are clicking the button that says, sign me up, you know, after they put in their credit card information. And it wasn't, a, it, it was not, a, it was not abysmal. It was not bad. So I said to myself, if we can solve the visibility problem, we can solve, we could probably get more folks at the bottom. And so Joe and I had a very good conversation because Joe, like I said, when I say he's a good marketer, what I mean is he takes the time to talk to all of you and really get your feedback. And I think that's excellent. So he shared with me, he's already talked to some of you, some of you that are already in, in the PLUS program, some of you that were considering the PLUS program or are considering it. And he's got some very good feedback already, which I think is great because you know, no tool can ever replace a real conversation with a human being, right? So he already has some thoughts about what he's going to do. And I'm able to share with him that people aren't really finding this button. So let's try to figure out the visibility issue. So when you have a visibility problem, you need to make more people see the button. So I'm really curious if any of you noticed that we're currently in the middle of an A-B test where the, the three buttons looked a little bit different when you visited the site, perhaps you noticed or perhaps you didn't. Um, we've, got, uh, we got, we've got four variations happening with that button. Let me show you. So I think you'll, find, you'll get a kick out of it. And I, I'm curious to see who's seeing what variants. All right, so here's what we've got. Um, this, is, this is the control. This is how it looks. So we've, we've got 25% of you seeing the control. Variant one is we sh I made it black so it stands out and shortened the words. Join TMM for exclusive content, TMM plus. Some of you are seeing variant two, which is the shortened text, the shortened text without the color change. And some of you are seeing variant three, which is the original button, but with it black. So we're trying to figure out if we have a color problem with the buttons, with the three buttons, so people aren't seeing it, or if it's that it's so long that people aren't taking the time to read it. Don't like black at all. Somebody doesn't like black. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if Joe likes black. I just I chose a color, <laughs> um, and my my only goal was to make sure I had something that we could talk about. But also, I wanted a color that was not um, that that really stood out. That was almost almost uh, against the grain of the brand because I just wanted to stand out because I'm performing a test and I didn't want, oh, the color was too close to pink or purple to be the reason why the test failed. So I, I went a little bit abrupt. Um, but yeah, I see somebody says black makes it look a little more exclusive. Ooh, all right. And to be honest, uh, the test results haven't come through yet because we don't have yet a statistical um, significance yet. We've had so far, the, one of the black ones is sort of leading the way. But in addition to running the test, we're also watching these anonymized recordings and we're able to see, watch this, watch this behavior, for example. I'm able to see somebody on the site. Look at the mouse hovered on that black for a little while. And they even clicked on it. I don't know which of you that is or that was. This was some time ago. This is uh, 
This is a little while ago, but we're able. So now, now that the heat map has told us we have a vis visibility problem, we are running a test. And while the test results are coming in, now we have a focus and a purpose for looking at what is happening with each variant. How are people engaging? Are they, are they hovering over it? Even if they're not clicking because the test results aren't back yet, are they spending more time hovering? Things like that are going to help us understand what to do with those three buttons on the homepage. And so stay tuned for whatever Joe decides to do, but just know that it was from an informed position, an informed place. And that's really what this is all about, helping you improve your conversions down funnel and stop settling for two and 3%. Can we all agree to stop that starting today? <laughs> because there's better and, and we, can, we know there's better and we know we could do better. So let me get back to here because I'd love to have some time to answer any questions you have. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I wanted to share with you today. Um, this marvelous tool, like I said, I use it for, for my own websites. I use it for some of the clients I work with. And I would love to, I'm, I'm sort of at a, I'll be honest with you. Can I talk to you guys and be honest? Can I just, can we have a heart to heart? Okay, so I am looking for um, a way to roll this out, the tool out, because I think there's so much benefit to it. And so I want to roll out the tool plus some video guided videos that tell you exactly how to use it, how to set it up, what to do first, second, you know, what questions to use, what questions, which tool will help you answer, kind of really taking all the overwhelm out. So I'm, I'm planning to create this offering that is the tool plus the videos to walk you through everything, as well as being there to provide support. And so I'm looking for um, essentially early adopters who would be willing to be a part of it with me and, you know, pay a very low price for access to this, I mean, immense tool. And so if, if this is, if this sounds interesting to you, um, I encourage you to uh, just email me, just shoot, shoot an email to the email address you see on the screen, just say, I'm interested. And I'll add you to the very exclusive small list that I'm building to uh, send an email out to you and say, it's ready. All right, let's go and get started. And I'll build the video series. I'll get this going so that you can get the most out of it and also offer me feedback as to how it's doing and help you help you as you help me to make sure that it's, it's really um, helpful. Because obviously it is a helpful tool, but rolling it out to the masses is something that I haven't done. And so I would love to get some of you volunteering, well, not volunteering, but some of you saying that you would love to be a part of my early adopters, because I'd love to have you. You're my people. All right. So uh, that is what I have for you today. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to open the door for questions, please. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mary. I think you you come with a, a gift of knowledge, but also a gift of, of clarity, you know, and, and that shouldn't be underestimated because when it comes to sort of speaking and, and building an idea in someone else's head, you know, I have no doubt that folks are going to come away from here and, and sort of know one thing that they didn't know before and probably uh, be 
going right into their uh, tag manager right now <laughs> trying to find some uh, way to get these tools on their site so uh so thank you i'd be interested in the q a in in the chat feature sorry by the way i'd love to know what was your takeaway from today what's the thing that you're going to do after today's session uh because i'll be really really curious uh how folks take those lessons uh, from our website and, and apply it into your own context. Uh, so I'd love to see in the, that in the chat feature too. Uh, anyway, there's 12 open questions. Uh, so the other thing to say is uh, that if you want the question answered, uh, give it a thumbs up. So we probably won't get through all of them, um, but we'll do our best to get through them. So Mary, you're a hero. Let's get going. Uh, so the first one, and it's uh, actually about Google Analytics, and it comes from mm. Susie. Uh, and Susie asks, uh, in, a, in a slight change of pace, but I think something that the community wants to hear from, uh, what are the top three things you would recommend using Google Analytics to measure? Mm. Well, Google Analytics is the other analytics tool that I, I spend half of my life in because I'm an analyst at heart. What I'll tell you is all, of, all, all analytics tools are only as good as the questions that you have and the goals that you have. So the best question you can answer in Google Analytics is, am I converting the customers, the users? You know, am I meeting the business goals that I have? Are people buying? Are they clicking the button? Whatever. Google Analytics is very good at telling you what is happening. Google Analytics will never tell you why it happened or how it happened. And that's where tools like this come in. It'll never tell you how it happened or why it happened. Never. So you need these other tools that are more engagement focused that heat map things. But also, I don't know if you noticed that, you know, you can also do uh, feedback so people can, you know, actually send you, I'm having an issue with this and they can circle it and send it to you. You can have pop-up surveys, you know, where you ask people, what did you come to our website to do? And were you able to do it? Yes or no? And what got in your way? Really intake information. So it's it, it's not gonna be your advanced logic-based surveys where you know, it goes from one to, to the next based on your answers. That's not what it's meant to do. This is meant to give you some initial thoughts about what it is that's happening and how it's happening and why it's happening so you can improve. So my short answer is um, that you need to know your goals. So Google Analytics will tell you how many of the goals you, are, you achieved. I always love to look at my traffic reports to know where the, the audience or the goals are even coming from. Is it mostly organic traffic that's converting? Is it direct traffic that's converting, et cetera? And the third thing I love to use Google Analytics for, because you asked for three, is um, if I have a site search box on my site, I will always tag it because there's a way to tag your site search box in Google Analytics. And it'll tell you what people are actually typing into your own site's search box, which often helps me understand what content people can't find that I need to elevate or make more prominent on the site. I love it. And, and you mentioned that in your last talk, actually. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll link that talk uh, in the follow-up email for today's session as well. So folks, folks can find that as well. Um, yes. And there's some lovely comments coming in as well. So we've got Eamon and Jasmine uh, both say variants of uh, the thing they're going to be taking away from today is to ask the team the two, two, two key questions. Do I have a visibility problem? And do I have an action problem? So like, as a takeaway, smashed it. Absolutely. Yes. It. <laughs> love that. I love it. Um, 
But you mentioned you're an, uh, an analyst at heart, Mary. And so this question, I think, speaks to your heart, which is how do you recommend avoiding paralysis by analysis? Um, because mm. it must be something that you find yourself in all the time. Oh, yes. Um, some of you might know I sit on the board for the Digital Analytics Association. So that's how much of a geek I am when it comes to analytics. Um, and yes, I get caught up in the rabbit hole of looking at too much data and becoming overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Honestly, to be, it's my, my, it's always, what am I really trying to find out? You know, because, and I really think the two questions I asked, which is, do I have a visibility problem or do I have an action item, an action problem? That is 90% of the time, the question I ask myself when I start to go down a rabbit hole, I say to myself, wait a minute, <laughs> or whatever problem is that, that I'm trying to solve, you know, I'm looking at my GA right now and, you know, my exit rates went up or my time duration is, is lower than last week, what have you, you know, I need to step away from that and really look at metrics that are goal oriented. Are people converting or not? Number one. And number two, if they're not converting, what, what's happening? Is it top of funnel problems? Is it bottom of funnel problems? Is it visibility problems? Is it action problems? So I try to focus on what am I, what outcome am I trying to find out? What's the answer I'm trying to find? And then I can, that usually helps me back up from wherever rabbit hole I just got stuck in to make me come out of it, you know? And, you know, I know that's not a, a specific answer because sometimes something you're looking for might end up in a rabbit hole, but I do want you to know that for all of you, if you have any sort of rabbit hole issues with analytics and you want to reach out to me, do so LinkedIn or what have you. If there's something that's just you know, driving you mad, you know, and, and I'll be happy to work through something more specific than perhaps uh, the answer I gave. No, I, I love that. And I, I think it speaks to a truth, which is that so much of this stuff is just interesting, right? You know, we, yes. we sit on our sites and, 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 you know, try to go in and, and we put our efforts behind websites, behind uh, getting people to your site. So when you can sort of see the wealth of information at your fingertips, it's like, yeah, that's yes. cool. So, and it, it doesn't become actionable, right? You know, so it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Jemima is on form with the questions because uh, three of Jemima's questions have, have uh, gravitated to the top. Um, so uh, we'll take the first of Jemima's questions, uh, which is mm -hmm. about book recommendations for learning more about SEO. Hmm. I would add in CRO and I'd probably alter the question slightly to be not just books, but resources. Um, where's your go-to places where you love learning from? Oh gosh. Um, I spend time on CRO tool websites. So mm -hmm. those are the ones I mentioned. I read a lot from uh, sites like Hotjar sites like uh, Crazy Egg, they create a ton of content about CRO. So I read that because they also produce the tools. Mm. And I also read a lot on HubSpot. I spend a lot of time reading HubSpot content because they're all about inbound and converting and getting people down the funnel. So those are my resources I spend the most time on. Not so much books, but more those you know dynamic resources that change all the time. I love it. Fab. Um, cool. That's that's a nice, easy one. And HubSpot, you know, uh, Anu has said that she loves HubSpot and, and Spot On. It seems like when we spoke to a lot of the community, that was one of their alternative resources for, for marketing yes. knowledge. So uh, that's fab. Definitely check that out. There's a great question here from Anonymous, and I want to make sure that we get it in because uh, I think it's quite interesting. 
which mm -hmm. is uh, what is the impact of performance when adding tracking code for, for the tools that you suggest, like Hotjar mm -hmm. and, and the tool you use? Uh, page speed, of course, is important. And does the yes. tracking code trigger and impact uh, page speed? And if so, uh, what countermeasures can you do to improve uh, site speed? Yes, so you do have to be careful whenever you're adding different widgets, whether it's a behavior analytics tool or a pop-up tool or anything that you ask the vendor about the bloat that their code puts into your site. Mm -hmm. So I chose a tool that I know would give minimal bloat to the site, minimal. And that was very important to me. And so I can't speak to Hotjar or anyone else, but what I can say is that you should always ask the source and find out how much slower is this, you know, share with me what your code looks like. You, you could even share with your developers if you wanted to really get geeky about it. But the, the other best thing I do is I will Google, I'll Google it, you know, does Hajar tracking code slow down my site? You know, does the Facebook pixel tracking code slow down my site? You know, and sometimes it's a necessary evil, right? Let's, let's, let's be real. A lot of times marketers, we have a lot of code that just runs in the background. But that's another reason why using Google Tag Manager is better than um, uh, using, uh, putting the code directly on your website. It, one, it helps with maintenance, but also it just, it keeps things a little bit more efficient for you. So if you're, if you're not that familiar with Google Tag Manager, um, just take a few minutes and at least read up, read up on it. Just Google Google Tag Manager and know that it's not as daunting as it might seem. And it's definitely not just a developer's tool. It was built for marketing teams. Spot on. Even I can do it. <laughs> yes. It was built so marketing teams did not have to use developers to add tags to their sites. Yeah, it, it is great. And, and you're right. It, it's spot on. It makes things nice and easy. And on that point uh, that you mentioned about it being a necessary evil, then mm -hmm. something I've done in the past is sort of use Hotjar's uh, trial for, a, I think they did a month at the time. I know they've just been acquired. So maybe that changes quite soon. But um you know, and, and then I installed it for as long as that I felt I needed it, you know, and then I took it mm -hmm. off again. So if you're worried about page speed or bloat, then it's an option and it's really easy by Tag Manager as well. That's um, true. So, so That's yeah. That's so true, Joe. I'm glad you said that because in Tag Manager, you can just pause the, that snippet, just press a little pause button and it no longer gets pushed to your site. Very easy. Very Spot on. Easy. Absolutely. Sweet. Well, we've run out of time, Mary. Can you believe it? Oh, the hour is gone. No. <laughs> so, um, oh. honestly, just just a big, big thank you for today, Mary. You know, like uh, yes. I, I feel like I, I throw all the compliments your way because you, you just deserve it. You know, you, you're amazing. And, uh, you know, as I say, clarity, uh, knowledge, and uh, and now you're getting the love from the community as well in, in the chat feature. So, oh. uh, <laughs> so thank you yeah. all so much. Thank you, Mary. And thank you, everyone who's taken the time to tune in today. And thank you also for your feedback. You know, like genuinely, it's been a really useful talk for me as well, like in, a, in both the, the CRO point of view, but also getting your opinions. Um, and like, seriously, if anyone has any more, then drop me a line. You know, I'm rubbish on email, but I'll, I'll definitely do my best to sort of implement everything the community wants because uh, we're here for you. So uh, thank you very much uh, to everyone. And uh, We'll be back next week, back at our normal time in the morning. Uh, we'd love to see you there. And uh, in the meantime, have a great week. Please do take the time to share today's session 
once it's gone live, uh, which will be in about 15 minutes or so. It won't take long. Um, and please do share it. That makes a big, big, big difference uh, to the community uh, growing and, and reaching more people and helping more people, most people, uh, more, most importantly. So uh, thank you very much. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.